You're listening to Acoustic Sunset, a weekly podcast bringing you live music, storytelling, and street-side interviews, all brought to you by Putnam's Pub and Cooker at 419 Myrtle Avenue in Clinton Hill. I'm your host, Carl Banks, and each week we bring you a special guest. Uh, This week our special guest is a good friend of mine, Emily Cavanaugh, and this is the Patty Edition, Saints and Sinners. So sit back and enjoy the show. Okay, this is number 18, episode number 18 is what I'm saying, (laughs) what I meant to say there. Uh, This is the Patty Edition, dot, 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 Saints and Sinners. And um, we're going to get to some live music later with, uh, it's going to be me and my friend Emily Cavanaugh. um, But this one is going to be mostly storytelling, so brace yourself for that. I'm just going to be chatting for for the beginning um, portion of it. But I wanted to let you know that... um, if you need to get a hold of me, my email, putnamsacousticsunset at gmail. That's just one long word, putnamsacousticsunset at gmail. Um, I'm looking for bands to play. I'm also looking for fan mail of the podcast. So get a hold of me if you could. I would love to hear from you. Um, this episode is um, a, a special episode because Putnam's is owned, if you've listened to this podcast, you might have heard the episode with Jerry Rooney, the owner of Putnam's, and he's an Irish guy. And um, Putnam's, it's not an Irish bar per se, it's a gastropub, but um, because St. Paddy, if you're in the alcohol selling business, Paddy's Day is a big deal. It's not necessarily a big deal to me, it's not necessarily a big deal to a lot of my friends, but um, if you're selling booze, and especially if you're in America, it's a big deal. So what they, what we decided to do is move the Acoustic Sunset from Sunday night to Monday. So then uh, we would fill out the week at Putnam's with some event every night. They had traditional Irish music on um, Paddy's Day. And then we had an, an Irish-themed Acoustic Sunset on Monday. So um, what I did is I invited my friend Emily Cavanaugh out, and um, we did a... Um, we did a couple sets together, and we it was just Irish-themed sets. They weren't necessarily Irish. We did a couple of traditional tunes, and you're going to hear um, later on, we're going to do the um, uh, Wild Rover, the Irish Rover um, that we sang on that particular night. Um, Peter Fabrizio came out. He played, you know, did some Van Morrison tunes. We did some Van Morrison tunes and stuff, but... Um, yeah, it was just kind of like an Irish theme night again, so Putnam's could have uh, some event every night of the week, and I think it worked out pretty well because we sold some alcohol, and you know, really, if you think about it, the music business is really just an alcohol sales business. So anyway, um, we're going to get to some live uh, music from Emily and I. We're going to do the wi- the Wild Rover, um, but first, I want to just kind of tell you this um, this long story, and I'm going to get to the story of how Emily and I met Patty Casey. Uh, when we were over in Ireland, but, and it's a really, it's a long-winded story, but it's just really funny, and it's like a story about traveling, which is just like, it's so fun. I was on the train right over here to record this, and there were these two people talking on the train about vacation, and they were saying that vacation, um, when you're actually in it, is a bit stressful, 
but uh, it's like the build-up to it is what's really the fun part or like thinking about going there which is the fun part and I think that there's some truth to that not just that it like the anticipation is great um, it might be stressful when you're there but then it's also I'm like a storyteller so I just like to you know get into the the portion of like remembering it and then crafting it in a way so um, I'm gonna exercise that in a minute and tell you this really long story but first um, it's like springtime is coming up and you probably know that it's like in New York it's been pretty nice the past few days it's been cold but the past week was it's been like 70s and sunny and everything so um, uh, we have like a bit of a, a public service announcement we're gonna get to right now just a springtime public service announcement so we're gonna get to that right now Money, Burn in a Hole, a poem by Carl Michael Banks. There are thieves among us, silent ones at that. Each year they steal our money, it is an indisputable fact. Now, their methods are exotic, and I'm quite certain of that because each spring they'll nab a twenty Yet each fall they give it back. Now need not I a gumshoe for, I think I've caught them in their track. These burglars are the pockets of my coats upon the rack. All right, so this is uh, the story of and we've like mentioned uh, it before in the podcast when Emily was on before about the time that we met Patty Casey. And I just want to say it's just like one of these classic tales of a traveling, um, traveling songwriters and traveling musicians. And there's sort of this trope out there that um, traveling musicians, um, there's always like some, some guy running you out of town for being, you know, like, we don't want your kind around here. And I've been doing it for a long time. I've gone all over the world and played songs and I just have to say that I don't you don't really find that that much in my experience go traveling and being a musician people welcome you with open arms if you need a place to stay like I know I have a lot of friends and a lot of bands I know that there's a guy in the band that's responsible for for that for finding the place to stay wherever they're playing that night and um, people open their their doors to you a, a lot so I just wanted to say that that like um, Traveling and being a musician is, is quite nice, and you meet a lot of amazing people. So this is the story, and this story takes place uh, several years ago. I was turning 30, and I, and it's kind of like a, a crazy birthday. You're, you're kind of freaking out, I would like at least I was. I'm just speaking to myself. I was kind of freaking out. I, you know, I was like, man, you know, there's so much stuff. I thought I would be at a different place in my life when I turned 30. And I was telling my friend Emily about this, and she... Um, she was telling me that she was going to Ireland. She was uh, working on a new record, and she wanted to go to Ireland to sort of explore her Irish roots. And I thought, that sounds fucking cool. <laughs> I want to, I want to do that. And she was like, well, the trip to Ireland was just like five hundred bucks or something round trip from Dublin, uh, New York to Dublin, Dublin to New York. And I was like, shit, I think I could fucking put together. 500 bucks or whatever so I tried and I and I did and I and I bought the ticket now we didn't like go together she went was over there like for a month or something like that but 
uh, where our time there was going to sync up. And I told her about that. And she was like, well, let's try to book a gig together because we had been gigging around New York once a month or something like that um, for some for a while. So I was like, that sounds awesome. <laughs> so she did. And she found us this gig at McCormick's Pub in uh, Nace, Ireland. So um, she books the gig and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just I'll just meet you there. So I fly over to Dublin. Like I said, she had been there for like a month before this. And I fly to, and I spend a couple um, a couple nights in Dublin staying at hostels and, and drinking a lot. And I, I didn't have a lot of money because I kind of spent all my money getting over there. So whenever I got there, I didn't have much money. But I'm like, if I buy, if I buy cans of soup and eat day-old bread... Uh, I think I could probably I'll be I'll be all right, you know. So I go over there and I and I have a little bit of a problem with temperance. So like I get there and I pretty much immediately spend all of my money on Guinness in in Dublin. So then I'm like, fuck! I'm like out of money. How did this happen? You know. So I, I spent a few nights in Dublin and then I went. I took the train out to Nace uh, to meet Emily. But I, I had in my in the back of my mind like at least we have this gig coming up, you know. So I take the train to Nace, and it's probably like a 40, 45 minutes to an hour train ride outside of Dublin. And I go, and I have like a backpack on, and I have my guitar. And I had, while I was at my hostel, um, looked up the address of, because we're meeting at McCormick's Pub. That was the deal. And it was the night before our show. We're going to meet there. She had a hookup with this family that was going to put us up. They were the noons, and they like became really good friends. But at the time, they were just like some people, you know, that were going to like let us sleep on their floor or something like that. So I'm like, okay, McCormick's Pub, that's where we're going. So I look it up and on my phone, I do a screen grab so I can like, and for some reason it dropped a pin like way on the other side of Nace. So I get off the train, I walk like three miles into town, and then I walk straight past the place that we're supposed to meet and I walk all the way through town out the other side of town. Now I'm back in rural Ireland and I'm like oh shit and it starts raining on me and it was one of those moments where like I was I don't know four breaths away from a panic attack I'm like you know it can't be out here I'm in the middle of nowhere I'm walking down this like old road with no sidewalk so I turn back around I go in back into town and realize that like oh wait you know, had I just paid attention, I, I could have seen that McCormick's pub was like right in pretty much the center of town, but I just walked right by it. And as I'm walking up and I see I'm getting like just getting rained on, I'm like kind of freaking out and I see McCormick's pub and just, I mean, like a like a cartoon, this uh, rainbow like just shoots up from behind it. And it was just like, Oh, like it was just like so beautiful. So I go in and I'm like dripping wet. I have all my, I look like a total hippie. You know, I got long hair, long beard, have a backpack on, I'm soaking wet, you know. And so I go in and it's kind of like a nice little pub. It's 150 years old or something or maybe 100 years old or something. But um, it's it's pretty nice. Everybody in there is just watching horse racing and they're all dressed really nicely. And, and I'm like this smelly hippie. I'm like, oh, this is... Uh, this is not necessarily the, the right place, but they had this like this this back patio area, and I thought, well, I'll just go hang out back there, you know. And like I said, I had spent all my money in Dublin, so I couldn't even really justify buying a drink or anything. So I go in there, but luckily they had Wi-Fi, 
So I like hook up to the Wi-Fi and I see Emily is going to meet me, still going to meet me there, but she's going to be like two or three hours late. And I'm like an hour early. So I have just like a bunch of time to kill, but whatever. If you're traveling, you know that you sometimes you just have to sit and, um, you know, deal with your own mind, read a book, draw or whatever. So I'm sitting on this back patio and I had my guitar <laughs> and there are these two guys that come out. And now these guys look, um, they look a little shady. Like <laughs> They look like they've been up for a couple days, but they see me sitting at the bar with, or I'm sorry, sitting at this table with my guitar. So they come over and they're like, you know, why don't you sing us a song? And I'm like, actually, I'm playing here tomorrow night. You should come, you know, come see me. And they're like, no, get your guitar out. And I was like, actually, no, you, you know, as a professional, I, I wouldn't do that to them. I only play whenever I'm scheduled to play. Really, I just didn't want to. So anyway, they, they were just like, we're going to start buying you Guinness. So they started buying me Guinness. And I was like, I, you know, I can dig on this. I got a couple hours to kill and I got no money. But if you want to buy me Guinness, let's do it. And so we're sitting there and they're buying me Guinness. I had one, I had two. And then they're like, they asked me if I smoke weed. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I smoke weed. Hell yeah. So he pulls out some weed and he's like, let's smoke it right here. And I'm like, no, again, I'm playing uh, at this pub tomorrow night. I don't think it would be appropriate for me to be like smoking weed in the middle of the patio or whatever so but i'm like if you want to just like give me some i'll take it for for later and he was like okay so he put some i put some in like a cigarette cellophane or whatever and put it in my pocket and then we're chatting and like more time's going by and they're buying me more guinness and we're chatting and then he he looks over at me and he asked me if i if i if i want charlie now i know that that means coke and the only reason i know that is because of this movie called made with john favreau and and uh, uh, Vince Vaughn, and they they meet this guy, and he that he's talking about Charlie. Anyway, that's the only reason I know it. It means coke, and I'm like, like no, no man, I'm playing here tomorrow night. I'm not doing your coke. But again, if you want to like just give me some to like do maybe later on my own, I guess I would take some. And he pulls out this this bag of like, I mean, more cocaine than I had ever seen in my life. It looked like a bag of like loose. A laundry detergent. There were like big clumps in there and like, like powdered laundry detergent. And it's just this big bag of it. And I'm like, hold, like, dude, you need to put that away. It was just, it was, it was really <laughs> crazy and all and a bit off putting. But uh, he didn't give me any for the for the trip home or anything. He just he kept that all to himself. But um, they're sitting there and they're all like, <laughs> you know, eyes are bloodshot and they're getting really drunk and I'm getting really drunk. And then my friend Emily shows up and she's like, Carl, you know, I haven't seen you in so long, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Emily, meet the friends I just made. And she like takes like one look at them and she's like, dude, we are not hanging out with these guys, you know? And she like, uh, she's like, actually, I need to talk to you about something. And like pulls me away from them and uh, we just started chatting and then like those two shady dudes just kind of went on their own way like they told me that they had been like gambling for for like a couple days they told me they had been up for a couple days so like that was what they were doing i guess they had won some money so he, they were really into buying me drinks so i appreciate it but <laughs> it was kind of a funny scenario so anyway emily pulls me over to the side and she tells me that um uh she has you know, we're going to go meet this family that we're going to stay with. It's the noons and uh, they're going to pick us up in like from McCormick's in a couple minutes. So get all of our stuff together. We go over to the noons 
And they have like, I mean, it's, they're just like the sweetest, nicest people. And they have dinner for us and we have dinner. And then we pull out, um, I pull out my guitar and me and Emily are singing songs. And we're just having this like really great time. We go to sleep that night, wake up the next morning, and they are going to take us on this uh, drive around um, Ireland where they lived, you know. Uh, um, I forget what county it is. So anyway, we uh, we drive around. We see all this amazing stuff. We go back. We take showers. We're heading over to the gig, and we get to the to back to McCormick's, and it's on a Sunday night, and um, they they're like. Uh, tell us where to plug the PA system into to get to in um, to get our music through the house or whatever. The thing is that we don't have a PA system. They knew we were flying in from New York. You know, Emily had been talking to them for months. They knew we didn't have our own equipment, but uh, they didn't have anything for us. So we're like, oh shit. And I, you know, I'm like definitely the type of guy that's like the show must go on. So I tell her, I'm like, well, let's just. Like, they had flyers up for us and everything. They put radio spots on the radio, uh, all of it. There were a lot of people there to see us play, and we didn't have a PA system. So we're like, oh, shit, man. Uh, let's just do it acoustically. You know, the show must go on. So I pulled the guitar out. We put up our stools, and we're going to, like, you know, sing our songs or whatever. And as soon as we start getting into it, this, like, football team that had just won some sort of cup comes, like trampsing into the bar bah, 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 singing songs and like pouring beer in their cup and drinking out of it and we're like there's no way we're going to be able to drown out these people so it's just like it's not going to happen it's just not going to happen so we like put i put the guitar down and we're just kind of like fuck what's going on you know what are we going to do and pat noon the uh one of the guys that we people that we stayed with he just like took control he went over to the owner um connor and he's like Connor, you fucking Muppet. He called him a Muppet. I don't know if he called him a Muppet to his face. Called him a Muppet to me, and but don't tell him I told you that. Anyway, uh, he tells him, like, dude, you got to get a PA system. These people came all the way from New York. Do it. So anyway, they do it. They call these, this little school of rock thing that was go going on down the street. They bring a PA system over. The whole reason I'm going into the, the whole thing about us, you know, being delayed in the PA system is because it pushed everything back probably like an hour and a half. Now, music is all about timing and life is all about timing. Now, what happened next and the whole reason I I'm trying to tell this story is has to do with that timing because it pushed it back an hour and a half. Uh, this guy, Patty Casey, came to see us play. He would have missed us had we started whenever we were supposed to. It's just kind of crazy. At the time, I had no idea who, who Patty Casey was. I'll get to that in a second. So we finished our set. It, it went just fine. Like people were clapping. It was great, you know. And like thanks to the guys, I don't even remember their names, who brought the PA system and hooked it up because it really, it really saved the day. Anyway, we finished our set. Now, I, like I said, I had spent all my money when I was in Dublin a couple nights before. <clears throat> so now I need to sell CDs. So I start walking around the room selling CDs and it's like, it's cakewalk. Everybody is buying CDs. I'm selling them 15 euro pop and everybody's buying them. Now, I don't know if you've ever talked to somebody that has a thick accent and you might have done this too. Sometimes you can't understand them. So you just kind of like nod your head and smile and, you know, 
uh, just agree with whatever they're saying. Everybody keeps saying to me, oh, you're friends with Patty Casey, I'll buy your CD. And I'm like, I have no idea who this Patty Casey guy is, but I need the money, so I'll just keep selling you CD. So I work the room, I go all the way around, I get all the way back to the front, and Emily is there, and she's like, Carl, uh, this is Patty. He's also a singer and a songwriter. And I'm like, hey, how's it going? He's like, I'll buy a CD. So I, <laughs> I sell him a CD. And I'm like, oh, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to go sell more CDs. It's like, I'm, I'm killing it right now. And Emily's like, she kind of pulls me aside. She's like, yo, that's Patty Casey. He was the halftime act at the hurling match I was at two nights ago for like 89,000 people. He's enormous in Ireland. He's like this real famous guy. You know, had like a number one hit song for like two years straight or some crazy thing like that. And I'm like, oh, and all of a sudden it all started making sense why everybody was saying that, you know, I thought they thought I was friends with Patty, Patty Casey. So I'm like, oh, this makes sense. So um, I go back over and I like, you know, properly introduce myself and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, hey, I brought my guitar. Do you want to go to the because we were like on the patio side. He's like, do you want to go to the front of the pub and have a sing song? And the guys who brought the PA system were kind of younger musicians. They were they were like totally stoked. You know, they wanted to play with them. So they bring their horns and guitars and we go to the front of the pub. And at this point, we are playing acoustically and we just jam out and it's like just song for song. And we play till like midnight and then they tell us we have to stop. So Patty, Emily, and I and a group of I don't know, maybe five other people went back to the Noons place and we sat in their kitchen and played songs all night. And it was amazing. And th the Noons are like probably, I, I don't know, they're, they're older folks, 50s, 60s probably. And so they're not just like some 20-year-olds that are like letting us crash in their, you know, they're like the grandparents. So we go there and we're playing songs and talking about music, talking about conspiracy theories, talking about politics. Patty Casey, his big thing was his, like, he was, he peels his own potatoes. So he's, like, making chip sandwiches <laughs> for us, like French fry sandwiches, just, like, cutting up potatoes, frying them, making sandwiches with them. We drank Guinness all night long. Uh, Patty doesn't drink it anymore, but, I mean, I drank <laughs> Guinness all night long. I think Emily at one point had to go to bed because she was going to, like, Barcelona the next day or... Berlin or someplace with a B and uh, she goes to bed and me and Patty stay up all night and talk and drink Guinness and everything and then he leaves and I go to bed. I wake up the next day and I am so fucking hungover. Pat Noon also very very hungover and we're just kind of like laying in the sitting room just like oh my god this is rough and Kay his wife the matri matriarch of the household uh, had emailed she got Patty's email and emailed them that day and said let's do it again so patty was down so the next night like a couple hours later you know because i pretty much slept all day we got the guitar we went back to another pub and we met up with patty and he brought um i'm blanking on her name right now but he brought uh this girl that he was recording with and they just had a hit song i maybe like a year ago had a hit song in ireland um but the song that they were working on um he came out, she came out, and we sat, and we got to this pub probably 9 p.m. and started just going song for song and played till like 5 a.m. And nobody knew who I was, but everybody knew I was with Patty, so I'm like, again, selling a million CDs and signing autographs, and it was just like a pure rock star moment, you know? And uh, we sang songs all night. Pat Noon came out with us again, drank, 
a bunch of Guinness. He like went out to the car and fell asleep in the car. So like at 5 a.m., we're like pounding on the window and he's asleep in the car and won't like open up the door because he can't wake up, you know. It was just this amazing, amazing time. And then the next day, we were supposed, we even talked about doing it again, but I, you know, moved on. I went, I went over to London and he, Patty was busy and, and we parted ways. Now, Emily is still in touch with Patty and he, or she goes over and visits with him and they play shows in Ireland quite often. Patty, he's like a great guy, you know, and like a really, really awesome songwriter. And he has, Patty has a bunch of great songs. You know, one of them, Saints and Sinners is the reason why we're calling this the Patty edition and the Saints and Sinners edition because um, he's got a he's got a bunch of great songs and I heard a bunch of them that night and I really appreciate it, man. He was like a, a it, it, he was a really great contact to have and the anecdotal value of what he provided was was amazing and here I am talking about it again. So uh, you know that was the story of how. Uh, Emily and I met Patty Casey. So what we're going to cut to right now is a live music portion uh, from the other night. And this is Emily and I doing the traditional Irish song, the Wild Rover, or the, the, the Irish Rover, it sometimes it's called. So here's Emily and I at Putnam's. Been a wild rover for many a year I've spent all my money on whiskey and beer and now I'm returning with gold and great store And never will play the Wild Rover no more And it's no, nay, never No, nay, never, no more Will I play the Wild Rover No, never, no more took from my pocket ten sovereigns so bright and the landlady's eyes opened wide with delight she said i have whiskey and wines of the best and the words that i spoke to you were only in jest and it's no nay never everyone no nay never no more Pardon the prodigal son 
And if they forgive me as of times before Sure never I'll play the wild rover no more And it's no, nay, never No, nay, never, no more Will I play the wild rover No, never, no more And it's no, nay, never no, nay, never, no more will I play the wild rover. No, never, no more. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. All right, we're sitting here on a rainy Monday evening with Emily Cavanaugh. How are you? Hi, good. Did you have a good time? Always. Okay, so this is the Irish uh, St. Patty's Week edition of the acoustic sunset yes so uh what do we do we learned a couple irish tunes right we did we learned um what did we do we the did old triangle the old triangle we did uh no nay never but yeah the wild rover which was our version of the dubliners i yep. don't know if the dubliners would <laughs> agree with our version <laughs> but it was our version of it yep. and um what else did we do ah we did we did galway girl we did galway girl which is originally steve earl and then monday made it pretty famous yeah and then we made it even more famous <laughs> even more famous tonight, tonight <laughs> when we killed it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh the wild rover that was yeah i think that was one of that my was favorites. probably my favorite too everybody in the bar was on top of the bar oh uh, yeah we couldn't get him down off the bar <laughs> <stools>. <laughs> it was crazy uh emily and i at one point we played a show in ireland together i was just thinking of that i was gonna years say ago yeah. what was the name of the place we played at a place called mccormick's, McCormick's in Pub. Nice. And, and we it was showed like 100, up. 100 years old or something, right? Yeah, and there was like 10, 100 year old men in the <laughs> And then. So, and, and, and not to Pat. say anything because it was the loveliest crowd. Yeah. And, and I still love McCormick's. And we're so thankful to them because they ended up, you know, facilitating this great night, which led to this great friendship with a good friend of both of ours now, um, who's a singer songwriter Patty over there. Casey. Which. If we would have started on time when we were we supposed to, we probably would have we wouldn't have, yeah, we wouldn't have met him, which is which is also the show best business, example you know? of like you know <laughs> things turning out the way you didn't think yeah. would. Yeah, yeah, we had a great time. We have a lot of characters between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. He's one of our most favorite. Um, and so you, uh, just speaking of Ireland, you yeah. were you were there just like a month or two, or two yeah, ago, Yeah, yeah, right? I just played at Whelan's, and I'll be back again playing, um, well, we'll be going over next month, but I won't be playing again until probably like late summer, early fall. But working on a new record, Carl's going to play on some of the oh, songs. Yeah. Um, we're playing together in the Paris Cafe every Wednesday night. Uh-huh. I said that like I'm telling you, right. but letting people know no, that's definitely. a plug for our favorite Paris other Cafe, Irish bar. Wednesday nights. The Irish bar called the Paris Cafe yeah. in the seaport. <laughs> and um, yeah, just writing a lot, singing a lot. And you're, you're going to make a new record. Making a new up. record, working plan. on a couple different projects, you know, so one will be very like, kind of like my last one. One will be more covers based, which is a lot of like the Rolling Stones songs, Grateful Dead, Joni Mitchell, Bob Dylan, all the influences. Um, Where can people find your music? Emily right Cavanaugh Music or Spotify or iTunes or... Do you have any big shows coming up in the States? In New York. So I'd say Wednesday night just because I'm so excited for Patty's right. Week. So to keep with that theme. Um, this will come up next week. So 
so last week we will, we will have played a great show. Well, I've, done, I've, I've done that a lot. I've plugged things that you need a time machine to go to. So when we get one. But next um, month in Nashville. Okay. And, Where are you playing in Nashville? Um, a place called The Basement. Sorry, not next month, next week. That's the 22nd. Mm. Um, and then in New York, just pretty much every, you know, every other Wednesday in the Seaport, every other Tuesday in the Upper East Side, here at Putnam's once in a while, when good. they'll have me. <laughs> yeah, so anytime. check it out. All Emily right. Cavanaugh Music. Thanks, Emily. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for seeing All right. Well, that was really fun playing with Emily and chatting with her out back. I, I appreciate her coming out. We actually played. It is um, Saturday currently. Um, after we recorded this on Monday, on Wednesday, we played at the Paris Cafe in the Seaport. And that's our, our residency. We play there every week. It'll be either her and I or just me. And, um, or, or, and our friend Mark Pressman comes out and plays with us often, too. Um, we played at uh, the Paris Cafe, and it was just jam-packed, but it was cool. We had learned a bunch of tradition, traditional Irish songs and irish theme songs and stuff, so uh, it was a, a really good time. So thanks a lot, Emily. I really appreciate it, and um, that's how I remember the story of meeting Patty. If you talk to Emily, maybe she remembers different things and maybe from a different perspective, but that's the whole... That's how storytelling works. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, again, the email, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, Putnam's Acoustic Sunset at Gmail. I'm always looking at that. So I would love to hear from you. Um, thanks to Paul for putting this together, Jerry and Audrey for putting on the show at Putnam's. And thank you for listening. Uh, catch us next week. We'll have another show. So signing off. Peace, love, and rock and roll.